Welcome. This Terrible Takes episode is brought to you by Sports and Lit. Enjoy this episode about the 2023 NBA playoff picture. Hey everyone, and welcome to Terrible Takes. During this podcast, we'll be looking at the West and the East in the NBA and going over our contenders and our pretenders. As the NBA playoffs rapidly approach, we'll look at the, the really tight-knit West where you see teams that are, you see eight or nine teams that are all within four games and then a really solidified East. So I'm joined with Grady Hartsgrove and Madden White, and my name is Cole Boober, and let's get into it. All right, so we'll just uh, we'll just skim over who we have for our contender for the for the East first. My East contender is the Celtics. I think it's a pretty self-explanatory. I mean, they've been the favorite all year, and I'm a Celtics fan, so I'm a little biased, but I think they can do it. My contenders are the Sixers. Just, Sixers. We're just gonna do the East. Yeah. Have been. They started off a little slow, but they've been they've been doing really well recently. And my East contender is, of course, the Bucks. You see, you see the Bucks finishing at the top of the best three teams in the NBA this season. I just, I really don't see how they won't come out of the East this year. Right. Yeah. The Celtics had a tough loss last night against the Wizards without Bradley Beal or Kyle Kuzma. But, but like it, it is just one game after all. They also have Chris Tapps. I mean, he's he's quite a player. He's He's averaging quite a, quite good stats this year, and uh, according to ESPN.com, Brown is averaging twenty-seven, seven and three, on fifty percent shooting, seventy-seven from the line, and thirty-four from three. So, I mean, that's I think that he'll probably make NBA thirteen. Do you guys agree? Yeah, he's probably pretty yeah, close probably. to that. And Tatum's an all first NBA first team, I think, without a doubt. Uh, Shooting or averaging thirty nine and five on forty six thirty six and eighty five. They're they're really good at the home court. They have a nice home court advantage. They're twenty eight nine on the season, and they 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 get wins on the road too. It's not like they're just one dimensional like the Warriors. And you know, they they have a new coach this year too. So they're you know just trying to get things going. And I don't know. What do you guys think? I agree with most of that. Well, I have the Celtics actually as my pretenders. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna get into this a little bit. The Celtics are my pretenders mainly because of their performance after the All Star break. You say that they're good home, like a home court team, but in three games since the All Star break, they've blown a twenty eight point lead, a fifteen point lead, and a fourteen point lead all in the Garden. So, yeah, I will give you that. But you know, come playoff time, I think we just have the right the right mixture to win playoff games. You know, we have people like Derek White coming off the bench, one of the best bench players in the whole NBA this year. And we have Al Horford, one of the most consistent players in the NBA. I mean, he's just, he's a veteran. He knows how to get it done. And and this is like without Rob Will. He's been injured pretty much every game. Like, if he comes back and he's healthy, he just, he changes the whole defense of that team. And I also found an interesting stat from NBA.com. They have the highest defensive rebounding percentage of any team in the NBA. So they're, they're really good on letting teams shoot one time and one time only. And, you know, we all know rebounding wins games. I mean, we played basketball here. And, you know, I just don't see them losing. I just don't. What do you guys think? I think that the Celtics lack someone that they can really – fall to during clutch time if they really need a bucket. Tatum is known to either jack up shots or pass it away. Brown is Brown's just known as a secondary option. It's kind of hard to see them 
winning a lot of games if it's very close. Yeah, I agree. I, I will say Tatum is 47% from the field in clutch situations, which is which is quite – I mean, it's pretty good. I mean, he's hit some good clutch shots this year against – one against the Sixers, your, mm-hmm. your contender, where Embiid hit the full-court shot. That didn't count. I don't know. I just – I just – I don't see them losing. Only way I can – I see them losing and just – just because of, I feel like their coach is really questionable. He was questionable there for a few weeks, and then they started winning a few games again, but then, of course, they lost last night to the Wizards. And I think, like, one thing in this Wizards game that I kind of have to look at Joe Missoula is, last night, Al Horford and Rob Williams were on the court at the same exact time last night, and it was the worst basketball I've ever seen played all season. <laughs> it just, it wasn't working, and it hap- It was going for probably like three or four minutes, and nothing, nothing was working. And I just, I can't see how these some of these rotations they just need to be fixed before before playoffs. Right, and if they can figure those rotations out, I think, I think, I think you're right though. Some rotations don't they don't work well together. I I. They need to find some the right things to to uh, put in there. You also can't have Jalen Brown shooting low shots, high percentage, just right. not many points. It's just not going to work like that with your second option shooting, how many, like 10 shots? Yeah, he shot, he didn't shoot many last night, yeah. Luckily, Uh, though, he's been showing up the last, the prior games, and hopefully he continues to put up numbers like that. Do you have anything for the Bucs? Yeah, so of course, last season, the Celtics beat the Bucs in that playoff series, but they they beat the Bucs without Chris Middleton, and I just, I don't see a Giannis and a healthy Bucs team losing. Losing to anybody, especially with Chris Middleton back now. So I just see them I see them strolling through the East this year. And then we'll get into the West a little bit, but possibly, possibly I think they'll lose to the, to the West team, even though they've been the best team in the NBA. I, I, I love how you, you mentioned the, the Wizards game last night, but, you know, the Bucks lost not too long ago to the Pacers, who yeah. are well below 500. Yeah. What do you think about that? Mm-hmm. I think I think I think we can both agree that you know it's just one game. Yeah. Right. And just like Celtics Rockets, really. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. What do you have about the Sixers, Matt? So I know that you, both your teams took uh, rough losses to really bad teams, but uh, our game on our game, I say, the Sixers game on Monday was against the Nuggets. No Joel Embiid. It was actually a pretty close game overall. I think that Joel Embiid and James Harden—they're kind of the glue to this team. James, Har- yeah, James Harden. Joel Embiid is playing like an MVP right now. Thirty-three points per game, ten rebounds, four assists. I mean, he's just playing like a monster. James Harden is showing flashes of Houston Harden. Like, this team is looking really good right now. And I think they are going to get hot right at the right time. See, I, the funny thing is I have the Sixers as my pretender. I don't know, something about something about the Sixers and playoffs. They just It just doesn't doesn't fit in. I, I, I can't seem to trust them in the playoffs. I think they'll win the first first series pretty easily. But how durable is James Harden going to be in the playoffs? I mean, he's how old is he now? And what's his what's his usage rate? You know, and like injuries. You can say that for every team, but I it's I true. just think it's, it could also be a coaching thing too. Yeah. So who do we have for the East pretenders? I have the Sixers, like I just said. They're they're one of the worst rebounding teams in the NBA. They're twentieth 
which doesn't add up to what their record, but you know, and in, in playoffs that gets exposed very easily, and and teams will find a way to expose that and use it to their advantage. So I'd like to add to that. The Sixers, as a team, rebounds per game are averaging one less rebound than the Celtics right now. So that can also be a lot said about the Celtics. <coughs> My pretender is the Knicks. I mean, there's not much to say about the Knicks. There's kind of just... Are, are they a pretender or are they just non-existent? I, I don't think they could even be considered a contender. They are not very good. They don't really exceed in any category. They're just And they're just a struggle bus right now. Jalen Brunson's been terrific, though. Yeah, that, he's was, been, that was a great trade. Uh, yeah, he's been their best player. And I don't think it's close. True, you just... But Julius Randle is all over the place. Just watching right them... Now. Just watching them... Just watching the Knicks, their offense is just like iso, iso, iso. It is. And then Julius Randle jacks up and step back three. It's a lot like the Rockets right now. I know, like, when they were winning games, I guess all of Julius Randle's shots were going in. Yeah. That's why they were winning. But, you know, if they get hot at the right time, maybe. I I, I just don't see it happening. <laughs> no. Maybe they can win one series. Like, maybe. I just don't see it. Depending on the matchup. Well, but they're they're going to be a low seed anyway. I don't see them beating any of the top three or yeah. four teams. So are they, are they a pretender if they were never, like, considered a contender? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I hate to take jabs like this, but when you talk about playoff series, oh, no. we'll look at a four-game series. <laughs> no. They are 3-1 and one against the Celtics in the four-game series during the regular season. So... I don't know what they are against the Bucks. You know, there's some teams that are just like that against, like, right, yeah. the Magic. Magic, yeah. We can't beat the Magic. I just don't know what it is. Celtics can't beat the Magic. So what do you have against the against the Celtics here? I don't really have anything against Celtics. I just, I don't think it's their year, unfortunately. This is the, the ninth straight season that they've clinched a playoff spot, and be the ninth straight season that they don't do anything with the playoffs. But didn't you say this, wouldn't you be saying this last year, too, that you, you don't think they have it at this time and point? point in time in the season yeah yeah no i definitely would i would be saying that but hard hard to say hard to say playoff al man playoff al horford he's getting so old though one of these times he's just it's just not gonna work might not be this year but, but they have so much depth behind him where if he gets injured like you know they have they have people that are similar like grant you know stuff like that yeah. so you better hope Grant's arguing doesn't get exposed. Yeah. But, so that wraps it up for the East here. Yeah. So, so we're going to go to our West. My, I have a West contender that's a very, very wild take. Not many people are going <laughs> to agree with me. Uh, the, these two are probably going to laugh at me when I say it. But my contender is the Timberwolves. So, I, I just think... A team with Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns give us any team matchup nightmares. Like, any team with no size is just going to look at them and be like, what do we do? Because if you try to put a smaller guy on Cat to guard him in the perimeter, he's going to blow by you or he's going he's gonna to post you up. And if you put put your Dallas guy on, on Gobert, who are you going to put on Cat? You know? I just in in Gobert's been playing well as of recently after trading D'Angelo Russell. He's been averaging 15, 12 and in, in two blocks per game. 
which I mean, what else do you need from your starting center who's seven? Mike Conley's been playing terrific ever since the D'Angelo the Russell trade. I think getting rid of D'Angelo Russell helps them out quite a bit in the defensive end. They also have guys like Jade McDaniels. They got Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards just... I think it's time for him to show the NBA that he's he's coming and he's he's ready to, to, to win the West. And no, not many people are saying this. They could also lose the first round. I understand that. But if they if the season ended right now, they'd play the Grizzlies, which I have as my pretender, so that works out perfectly. So I don't you didn't have them as your pretenders, right? Who? The T Wolves? No, T Wolves yeah, so don't even I didn't either. have anything on that. So we might as well just talk about that right now. So I think that there's just a chemistry problem with them all around. They all want to be the first option. Mm-hmm. Like, Cat wants to be out on the three-point line, Jack and shots. Anthony Edwards wants to do whatever Ant wants to do. And then Rudy Gobert just wants to get in the post and do post hooks over and over. I think I think you have to just let Cat do whatever he wants. I mean, he's their best player, I think. He's one of the greatest shooting centers of all time. Yeah, I saw him recently watched Grizzlies, T-Wolves, not Grizzlies, the Warriors, T-Wolves, and Cat hit that clutch three off a turnover right. from they, Draymond Green. They've won three yeah. in a row in their last three, so, yeah. you know, maybe they're starting to find things. Yeah. And You see Cat taking a open three-point shot over a wide-open lane for the basket to, <laughs> to win the game. It was... It was well, a wild... It was not a it good was shot, the most but... 2023 NBA thing I've ever seen in my entire life with yeah. a big guy out on the three-point line. Yeah, it was one of them things where, like, if he ma- missed it, it would have been the worst decision ever. But yeah. he made it, so it right. it made him look good, you know. So uh, who do you guys have the contenders for the West? So for my contenders, I have the Warriors. I feel like this one's pretty self-explanatory. They're the reigning champs. I mean, they have always been good. They will still be good. Steph is averaging more points per game. Clay is averaging more points per game. And then Jordan Poole has bumped up to 20 points per game this season. I mean, they're they're hot, and I think that they definitely have a chance to win it all. I mean, I think if they had home court, if they played at their home court every single game, they'd win it all. But sadly, they have to, they have to yeah, travel. They got to travel. Because <laughs> they're the sixth seed. I mean... They haven't even won ten games on the road this year. I mean, they're nine and twenty-nine. That's just something's got to change there. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know like what's going that's on. almost as bad as the Spurs and Rockets on the road. Yeah. You know, there. I will say that there have been a lot of injuries that have gone through that team. Steph's been out quite a bit with his injury, and without Steph, they aren't. They aren't the same Warriors. I so just, I, I don't know how they're the place. sixth seed after going 9-29. Yeah, that, that's crazy. <laughs> that's I, don't know, I don't know what's going on on these flights over to over <laughs> the East or wherever <laughs> they're going. But. They're the fourth worst road team in the NBA. Behind the Pistons. <laughs> the Pistons, the Rockets, and the Spurs. The three worst teams. <laughs> 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 hey. But they also have one of the best home home. Records. We True. just put that away. I mean, they have to have a good home record to <laughs> stay afloat here this year. Yeah. I Jordan Poole just finds a way to make me angry. I really, I cannot stand Warriors, the guy. I, have, I don't know what it is. It's I just can't. Warriors are my pretenders just because of their home record alone. But the Warriors oh, are also my favorite team to watch in the in the West. I, I don't know what it is about the Warriors, but I just love 
love watching. It's them. probably like the ball move, man. Yeah, well, though. yeah, they're they're so experienced I mean, they, and they play together so. Yeah, well. I mean, there's what Clay, Curry, and Draymond been yeah. playing for how long now? Like, Forever, together, like, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you think if you look at that and you're another team, you're thinking, wow, if, I, if we can keep our th- core three pieces together, mm-hmm. like we can build this chemistry and, and be contenders every year. I mean, I don't think they're a contender this year, but. Like in the past years, they're always contenders, and you know they have one of the best coaches in the league. It's possible for them. All right, and a real quick, my son's contender is, or my contender for the West <laughs> is the Suns. Sorry, and uh, you see the Suns back in the 2020-21 season went fifteen and twenty-one, ending their finals run to the Bucks, and you see them doing this without KD, and now they have KD, one of the greatest scorers of all time, in my opinion, and I just. I don't see them losing. I think they will come out of the West and they will beat whoever comes out of the East. You just better hope that the Mavericks don't make the playoffs and they find a way to play the Suns because yeah. the Mavericks have their number. Yeah, I don't know. I just I, I don't see the Suns ever losing anything with that four book, KD, right. uh, Chris Aiden. Paul, and Aiden. But the, the question is, is how soon can KD come back? I saw that uh, he was available maybe this coming week. I, I feel like it's too. always later than they actually yeah, say. True. So, but, like... Maybe they go down 2-0, then they have to make a comeback, and then, you know, mm-hmm. they're already down 2-0. Hopefully maybe. we don't see another thing like we saw in the 2019 finals where you see KD getting, coming back and getting injured a few short games later. Right, and, and as of right now, they'd be playing the Clippers or the Warriors, which I don't know. I'm not – I think the Clippers match Clippers, up pretty well Clippers with them scary. if they're healthy. Clippers yeah. are a very scary team. But they just announced Paul George is injured too, I mean. No surprise. And Kawhi, is Kawhi will out. probably get injured yeah. here soon. So hurts But like, if the if the Clippers are healthy, man, they're they're dangerous. They got the two best two way players in the NBA, probably yeah. in the wing spot. And yeah, I mean, Suns too. Point. They got the point guard. KD. You can't really say anything bad about KD, right? Other than injuries, but I mean. That's probably his only downside, and that might be the whole team's downside. I, for my West pretender, I have the Grizzlies. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I, I don't know if it's. I think they're not gonna win. I think it's just because I hate them so much. Yeah, most most that I don't. I just want to think that they're pretenders because I don't want them probably, to win. They're like the big. They think they're the big bad Pistons. Right. They I think, think <laughs> Dylan Brooks just needs to shut his mouth. Yeah. Like, let's be honest. He's not him. Like, he's not good at no. all. He's, he thinks he's. Uh, like, have you seen his shot form? It's yeah. like different every time. It's like how are you in the NBA and your form is different every time you shoot the ball. Yeah. They and just, his hair. Oh, his hair. They just want to be like these big, cool hood guys, and none of them are. I and know Jaw is. They're yeah. well, they're, <laughs> they're bringing more egos into this, into the game and into their team than they need to, and it's gonna affect them. I. Uh, so, yeah. My pretender is the Nugget. I feel like this one is kind yeah. of obvious. None of you guys had them as the contenders. Didn't and want to speak about them. They're the number one seed. I mean, they're just they can't win in the playoffs. It's kind of Jokic, and if Jokic can't get it done, then it's just not going to happen. And you know, to to speak on the the Grizzlies, I I don't trust Jaw. I don't know what it is. I just. Like when he when he averages more, when he scores more than twenty seven or something like that, their record is awful. 
which I find very interesting. Mm. I like Desmond Bain. I, he's like the yeah. only person I like on that team. Desmond Bain. And Steven Adams. You can't hate Steven. I don't know why. I just <laughs> like I also Steven have Adams. the best defensive player. Yeah, Triple J. I like him. But something about something about Jaw and like Dylan Brooks. I don't know. I just I just hope they lose. I think they just need to get rid. They have too many role players. If they get rid of some of the role players and get another like star, then they'd be fine. I I don't think they don't match up very well with the T Wolves first round. I don't think they match up well with many people. All right. Thanks. Thanks for joining us here on Takes. So this is it's been a wonderful uh, podcast <laughs> here. Thank you guys for joining and have a great day.